This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500 Grinning husband charged. And what do you want the public to know about this case? With lying to cops about his wife's disappearance. Wait till you hear what they found in the basement. Then, the accused college roommate's killer. Did he reveal key details of the slayings that only the killer would know weeks before his arrest? This was a detail that law enforcement had not released. And inside the restaurant under siege, the armed customer who took down the robber. Does he face arrest? Plus, take that. How he stopped a carjacker. New Orleans style with spicy gumbo. Plus, why the most famous college gymnast in America is telling fans to show some respect after this wild scene. And happy anniversary to us. 35 seasons of Inside Edition. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. An ominous development in the case of a mom missing since New Year's Day. Her husband has been taken into custody, arrested for hampering the investigation. The mother of three was supposed to board a flight, but she never made it. In arguing to keep him behind bars, prosecutors say blood was found in the family home and that he was spotted buying more than $400 worth of cleaning supplies. Stephen Fabian has details. Bombshell court appearance today for the husband of a missing mom of three. Mr. Brian Walsh. Brian Walsh is accused of misleading police. Look at his bizarre grin today when the art dealer was escorted to the courthouse. Brian, what do you want the public to know about this case? Cops say Walsh only reported his wife, Anna, missing last Wednesday, three days after she was last seen. Investigators say Walsh told them Anna had taken a rideshare early New Year's morning to catch a flight from Boston to Washington, D.C. for her work with a real estate company, but 
never showed up. A voicemail message captures Walsh appearing to be the concerned husband looking for his wife. I was just, just reaching out to basically everybody I could. Um, Anna hasn't been in touch for a few days. Just wondering if you've spoken to her. Sorry to bother you. Fine. Today in a Boston courthouse, the prosecution claimed there was startling evidence to refute Brian Walsh's story. Her cell phone pinged in the area of the house after the defendant had said she had left. And listen to what was found in the Walsh's home. Blood in the basement area. There was also a knife that was found. On the knife, there was also blood. There's more. Listen to what they say Walsh purchased at a neighborhood Home Depot. He's on surveillance at that time, purchasing about $450 worth of cleaning supplies. That would include mops, bucket, as well as various kinds of tape. From the looks of Anna's social media, it appeared the family from the upscale Boston suburb of Cohasset lived an idyllic life. Recent video entitled Sunday Funday shows a giggling Anna playing with her three sons. Now the petite mom is missing and her husband is under the microscope. According to a report, Brian Walsh searched the Internet for tips on how to dispose of a 115-pound woman's body and how to dismember a body. And the suspect in the Idaho murders case was an active participant, perhaps, in online chats about the case. That's the question being raised today after comments by one user, which raised eyebrows because they included information that only the killer could know, including the discovery of a knife sheath. Here's Jim Murray. Did accused killer Brian Koberger secretly pose as a citizen sleuth investigating the murders? A posting on Facebook has people wondering if it was really Koberger. It was posted on November 30th after police announced the victims were killed with a large knife. This leads me to believe they found the sheath, he wrote. It proved chillingly accurate. Prosecutors now say a knife sheath was left behind at the scene, and important DNA evidence was found on the button snap. The mysterious citizen sleuth also posted this theory on Reddit. Killer parked behind the house, approached the property through tree line, entered sliding door. That matches what police now say actually happened. Former FBI Special Agent Jennifer Coffendaffer believes the mystery sleuth is Koberger. They love to reach out to the media. They love to reach out to um, police and sort of taunt. And it's part of their narcissistic behavior, believing they are not going to get caught, even dangling these carrots, just almost uh, edging people to catch them. As classes resume after winter break here at Washington State University in Pullman, students and faculty return knowing that one of their own sits in jail eight miles away, accused of four brutal slayings. This video is going viral on social media today with speculation that it's Koberger attending a heart-wrenching vigil for the victims held at the University of Idaho two weeks after the murders. One of the most powerful moments of tonight's vigil was when, look, the same man was walking behind me as I was reporting that night. There he is again. We can definitely say the online speculation is not accurate. He's clearly not Brian Koberger. And Koberger's father cleans up after a SWAT team stormed his house in Pennsylvania to place his son under arrest. Daily Mail cameras caught him vacuuming shards of broken glass, splintered wood outside his home. Meanwhile, the sister of victim Kaylee Gonsalves is coming to the defense of Dylan Mortensen. Dylan is a surviving roommate who came face to face with the killer but did not call 911 for eight hours. Dylan is really young and she was probably really, really scared. And until we have any more information, I think everyone should stop passing judgments. 
Brian Koberger's parents have not spoken publicly, but their attorney says they're in shock over the charges and that they believe their son is innocent. A terrifying moment at a Houston restaurant when a man pulled a gun and demanded customers money. Then one customer pulled his gun, fired multiple times and killed the would-be robber who ended up having a toy pistol. Now we're going inside the restaurant where the drama played out. Here's Amber Cagliano. The restaurant customer who shot and killed an armed robber is coming forward today. The drama erupted at this restaurant in Houston. You can see the masked robber brandishing a pistol, ordering all the people inside to hand over their money. The guy in the gray t-shirt throws some bills on the floor. Two customers cower under a table as they give up their cash. But the t-shirt guy is about to act. As the gunman walks by, he leaps up and opens fire with his own gun. Then he tells the victims they can retrieve their cash. And then this happens. He makes a startling discovery about the robber's pistol. That's right. Cops confirm the robber was using a BB-type gun. The customer can next be seen taking off in a pickup truck before cops get there. Police issued this photo of the guy they want to question. Now his lawyer has reached out to the DA's office, saying his client wants to talk about what happened. The big question, could he be charged or was it self-defense? Thomas Nixon is a Houston lawyer and former police officer. Could he face charges for the shooting? He's not going to face charges for the shooting uh, because he was the victim of an aggravated robbery in progress. He was put in apprehension of serious bodily injury or death. And so as a result in Texas, you can defend yourself with lethal force in that circumstance. Would the fact that this was not a real gun play a factor in whether or not he's charged? No, it isn't. Because if you put someone in apprehension of serious bodily injury or death, however that happens, you don't even have to have a gun to do it. You can still be shot in Texas. And on the subject of crime, carjacking is on the rise around the country, but in New Orleans, it's up a whopping 159%. But one would-be victim had a spicy way to protect his vehicle. We call it the gumbo defense. This guy is delivering gumbo to his neighbor. It is New Orleans, after all. One problem, he left his red SUV running. Moments later, a silver SUV pulls up. Watch as a thief gets out and jumps behind the wheel. With gumbo still in hand, the man races to his car. And there goes the gumbo. He's not done yet. Watch as he climbs onto the windshield and actually reaches into the sunroof. He's like Batman. He refuses to let go of the suspect's jacket. What was your reaction when you saw that video? It's very, very crazy, and it's something that you don't want to do. You have to stop and remind yourself, number one, these people could be armed. And getting in front of the vehicle, they could easily roll you over. Now the suspect's had enough. He gets back into the getaway car as it speeds off. Fortunately, no one was hurt. As for that gumbo, well, that was a total loss. The owner of the SUV says there were probably better decisions he could have made, but he says he was just following his instincts. Prince Harry has been on 60 Minutes and other TV outlets talking about his memoir, Spare. That hits bookstores officially tomorrow. And the question is, will it sell? Prince Harry's explosive memoir goes on sale tomorrow, and bookstores are taking extraordinary precautions to keep it under wraps until then. 
Pre-orders are enormous, according to the New York Times. Spare is already number one on the Amazon bestsellers list, with interest fueled by Harry's high-profile interviews promoting the book. Unprecedented details about Harry's accusation that his own family members used the tabloid press against him and his wife, Meghan. Last night on 60 Minutes, he directly accused his father and brother of treachery. This all started with them briefing daily against my wife with lies to the point of where my wife and I had to run away from our from my country. The interview scored an impressive 10 million viewers. He spoke about that bombshell moment in the Oprah interview last March when Meghan claimed members of the royal family wondered about Archie's skin color. Hold up, there's Stop several right conver- there are several conversations. There's a about conversation it. with you with Harry about how dark your baby is going to be? Potentially, and what that would mean or look like. That exchange caused an uproar. Now Harry says he and Meghan were not accusing his family members of racism. Neither of us believe that that comment or that experience or that opinion was based on racism. Harry is getting little sympathy today from the British public. Here he is, like, selling out his family for money, essentially, when he's talked so often about the agony of being betrayed. And we learned the ultimate cost of his tell-all book and TV series. He now has zero contact with his family. Do you speak to William now? Do you text? Uh, currently, no. Do you speak to your dad? We aren't, we haven't spoken for quite a while. Um, no, not recently. Can you see a day when you would return as a full-time member of the royal family? No, I can't see that happening. Meantime, London's respected Sunday Times reports that the palace is so angry at Harry that he has been written out of King Charles' coronation ceremony in May. And here at home, today is a big day for us at Inside Edition as we mark our 35th anniversary. I was pleased to be invited to join the folks over at CBS Mornings to talk about it today. Hello, I'm David Frost. Welcome to the first edition of Inside Edition. It all started today. Inside Edition hit the airwaves 35 seasons ago, January 9th, 1989. A happy anniversary. Happy anniversary is right. CBS Mornings helped celebrate our milestone, showing this moment I'll never forget, hosting the show, yep, nine hours after giving birth to my daughter, Michaela. Nine hours ago, I became the mother of this little girl, Michaela Katerina. She's fine, I'm fine, my husband thinks I'm crazy to be doing this, but as they say, the show must go on. I think what it did was um, just bring the audience closer in. Of course. It's been quite a ride. Behind me here is all that is left of the World Trade Center Towers. And behind me right here is Windsor Castle, where in a matter of just hours, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will exchange their wedding vows. Thank you for joining us as we broadcast from London just outside Westminster Abbey. Or a few hours ago, funeral services were held for Queen Elizabeth II. What a dramatic Oscar night it was. On Saturday, I came to what's known as the toughest jail in America. I think the show has lasted 35 years years because of the consistency of what we do, and that is the consistency of variety. It's never the same thing. I also stopped by the Drew Barrymore show to celebrate our milestone in a special interview airing tomorrow. My daughter did the first American interview with One Direction. 
She got kisses from every single one of them. I mean, how cute is that? And in case you're wondering, that's the same daughter I showed off all those years ago, the day she was born. Norville has been the face of Inside Edition for more than two decades, making her the longest-serving female news anchor on American television. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary is right. And we wouldn't be celebrating this milestone if you didn't tune in. So from all of us here at Inside Edition, thank you for watching. Next, this one's for you. This is storybook. Much love for the Buffalo Bill star inspiring America. Plus, why the most famous college gymnast in America is telling fans to show some respect after this wild scene. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. It was no ordinary day at the beach in Waikiki as a marlin between six and eight feet long beached itself right in front of some pretty shocked sunbathers. Wildlife officials say no one was hurt and the marlin was safely taken back out to sea. And exactly one week after almost dying on the field from cardiac arrest, Buffalo Bills player DeMar Hamlin today was released from a Cincinnati hospital. DeMar Hamlin has been released from the hospital in Cincinnati. He was flown to Buffalo where he will continue his remarkable recovery. He still has um, a little bit of a ways to go in terms of his ongoing recovery. We're thrilled to where he is um, today, he's he's up, he's walking around, he's got an amazing, genuine sense of humor. His coach says he saw DeMar and, uh, today. You know, I did have a chance uh, uh, to see him a few minutes ago. He's doing well and, and uh, a little bit tired, but uh, it was good to, good to see him in person for the first time in, in a while. Yesterday, his Buffalo Bills teammates ran onto the field carrying flags bearing his number three. In a sign of solidarity, Hamlin's number three was seen in stadiums across the country. And holy cow, did the Bills come through for him big time. On the very first play of the game. This is storybook. An opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin. And this place is absolutely going wild. Fans are thrilled to see the remarkable progress Hamlin's making. Just a week ago today, he collapsed on the field, suffering cardiac arrest during Monday night football. Everybody watching, praying, and hoping for the best. When he regained consciousness, Hamlin famously asked, did we win? 
And now he's putting those three words on T-shirts to raise money for first responders and the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. And now check Alex this Highsmith. out. It's a moment from the Pittsburgh Steelers game against Highsmith? the Cleveland Browns I mean, getting, that's getting a lot of blowback today. A player yeah, and, is on again, his back and his teammate jokingly here, gives him CPR. Just, Such bad taste and way too soon for jokes like that go these tweets. Hey guys, next time show a little class, like DeMar Hamlin. By the way, there's an effort online to have Denny Killington, he's the Bills trainer who gave DeMar CPR, entered into the Football Hall of Fame. One fan posted the football is about a lot more than just those superstar players. When we come back, the popular LSU gymnast who's telling her fans to chill out. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. She's one of the top influencers in college sports, but fans of LSU gymnast Olivia Dunn have gotten so raucous, she's sending them a message. She's the gorgeous college gymnast who's making $2 million a year as a big-time social media influencer. How can I forget my American Eagle corduroys? Today, Libby Dunn is learning the price of fame. The Louisiana State University junior is asking her young male fans to be respectful when they come to her meets. Libby's fans are showing up in droves, hoping for just a glimpse of her. It's clear who they want to see. The spectacle is upsetting Livy and other gymnasts. This is actually so scary and disturbing and cringy. I'm embarrassed for them, says one former Olympic gymnast. Now 20-year-old Livy is taking to social media, telling her fans to cool it. I will always appreciate and love the support from you guys, but if you come to a meet, I want to ask you to please be respectful of the other gymnasts, as we are just doing our job. Well said, Livy. When we come back, a very funny kid. Finally today, he may be just a little kid, but he's already got perfect comedic timing. All right, tell your joke. Why are you thinking so funny? Why? Because. <laughs> Let's see that again. Why are you thinking so funny? Why? Because. <laughs> and that is Inside Edition today because we have used up all your time. Thank you so much for watching. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.